0: We talk a lot about electric cars, right? The future, all about the EV. We are investing billions, billions into this once-in-a-lifetime generational opportunity. They'll tell us. The, the politicians love it. This is once-in-a-generation. We've got to put $50 billion in, right? And so you would think if this is the once-in-a-generational opportunity, and if you want us to buy in, you would think that the you know government's doing whatever possible to make sure that the business case is made. Make me the business case and I'll buy, right? And they're just not doing it. I mean, they want gas-powered cars banned by 2035. That is the Trudeau government's part of their climate legacy. We see the billions being put into the battery factories. But we have no idea province to province what it's going to cost us individually to pay for all these other investments. All these things have to be bought. Things like power grid redoing that revamping that revitalizing that in ontario power lines power grid charging infrastructure how much does that cost how much is that going to cost each of us and how did the government design policy when apparently you can't find the info and you know how we know that because my next guest colin craig president of second looked for it good morning colin morning, Alex. All right. So you looked for the information. We're talking about the kind of information that, you know, I could do a little check and say, oh, look, they've built 1,800 uh, chargers in Ontario and this is what they have planned. None of that's available?
1: Well, the, the, the big number that's missing is the cost of people's power bills as a huge wave of Canadians start to use electric cars. As you alluded to, Ottawa's pushing everyone to be driving electric cars. They're mm-hmm. going to be banning the sale of new gas powered vehicles by 2035. So when you go on a new car lot in 2035, you're not going to find gas powered vehicles. So that's what auto is doing. They're trying to get everyone onto electric cars. And that has huge implications to our electricity grids right across the country. I mean, you mentioned one example, which is the, the distribution system. So these are the power lines and the systems that connect houses uh, you know, you'll see every once in a while in Toronto there, you'll find some tra- huge transformers and, and so forth. So those systems need to be upgraded. There's going to need to be new power sources. We may need new transmission lines. And that it's a pretty significant change because, of course, electric cars require a lot of electricity.
0: Mm. Well, imagine One that. <laughs> you have to plug them in. what.
1: <laughs> <laughs> One study found that, you know, it could be upwards of a 25 to 35% increase in terms of how much electricity a household uses if you get an electric car. Now, if you have two cars and you have to get two electric cars, well, obviously, you're, you're going to require a lot of electricity. So all of this to say, we wondered, well, what is this going to do to people's power bills to pay for all these upgrades to electricity systems? And what we actually found was that uh, nowhere in Canada, we couldn't find any estimates as to what, uh, what it's going to do.
0: I don't understand that. Like, I don't understand. Like, you file, and I, the way you collect your data is that you go to the provincial numbers. Like, you you mm. find out and you request the information, and then you are able to build your data. How is it, in 2023, after we just spent $50 billion on green energy, on the sale, that this is our once-in-a-generational, you know, lifetime opportunity, and this government's been in power on eight years, of selling us all things green and green technology? How is it possible that you could make any kind of policy or business case for this if you have absolutely no data of what you're talking about? I I, I don't even understand. It, it. To me, you're saying, well, they threw it against the wall, and they're just going to hope it sticks.
1: They, it, Ottawa, I think, would say that they have some estimates as to what this is going to cost overall in Canada. Uh, but we have to remember that First of all, this is Ottawa's policy. This isn't the provincial government in any province that's really coming up. This is me. A couple of them are pushing towards electric cars, but this is really Ottawa saying nationwide Canadians uh, are going to have to stop driving gas-powered vehicles. So it it, it begs, I, I think it's, it would be completely responsible to also say, okay, well, what is this going to cost people through their power bills to make this huge transition? Figure that out first before going headlong into pushing everyone towards driving Electric cars, and we just can't find the information. But it, it should be broken out by province because different provinces are going to be affected differently. Sure. Right? I mean, if you're in Ontario, or in uh, Quebec or Manitoba, where you have lots and lots of hydroelectric power, it's probably going to be a little bit easier to manage this transition than in other provinces. I think it will still be challenging in those provinces, but. You know, Ontario relies more on gas. Certainly Alberta, Saskatchewan do as well. So there's a whole bunch of moving parts here, and it, it just certainly seems like the homework wasn't done ahead of time. Well, uh,
0: color, you- color me shocked. We didn't even know that we were hiring 1,600 foreigners. <laughs> like, there's so many things about these announcement Colin, that it's great to get mm-hmm. the headline, but what's the fine print? And and if you want people to get into an electric car, then people mm-hmm. have to be able to say, okay, well, I, I feel like I can drive it. I know it'll last. Here's what I've yeah. got. We've got... a, a, a a power grid system that I know works here, my power stations. But I don't see any of that. And so we've got, what, 10, 11 years, let's say, 11 years oh. to kick everybody out of a gas-powered car. But mm-hmm. I don't know, and you can't even tell me, uh, how long it would take to overhaul Ontario's transit, like the grid, sorry, the you not know, the transit grid, but the power grid. It's not a small thing, and it would cost billions, <laughs> like billions. And then if I want to park my car in the driveway, am I allowed to get a... Like, we need information as to how it could work if you want to sell people to get
1: into these things. Well, for sure. And, you know, we're not we're not an anti-electric car or anything like that. Yeah. It's great when there's more competition for different products for consumers, but you have to do the homework ahead of time. And one example is uh, in Saskatchewan, they looked at their distribution system. So, again, these are the power lines that connect people's homes and cities and that. And what they found was that in a, a sample of 22 homes, it could only accommodate 11 electric cars. So that's not even one car per household. So you have to do these upgrades to the systems to make sure there's enough power that can get into uh, typical streets. And this tends to be a problem in in older communities rather than newer ones. But still, it's it's going to be a challenge um, uh, for uh, local electric utilities to make those types of upgrades too. So there's a lot of moving parts here. There's, uh, you know, I think some big costs behind this transition. And I think it'd be prudent to pause Ottawa's uh, ban by 2035. You want to the take their thing. last
0: policy away, Colin? Boy, oh
1: boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not well, been a great week for them. I don't know.
1: It's <laughs> important stuff, right? right. I mean, it could cost us a fortune. You got to do the homework first and then communicate that with Canadians and make sure people are on board, I think, before you go down this road uh, without a, a real plan. Without a charge. Exactly. <laughs> well, I
0: mean, literally. I, I do think that is one of the biggest things people uh, are concerned about is will it work? And, and it's a big transition if you're, I think you, you go into a new car every four years, five years. Some people stay with them for life. But it, it, if people are going to make that kind of move, it's a big one. Got to get it right, you know?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, especially in this period, Alex, where a lot of families are hurting right now. You know, the cost of living is, I believe it's still the number one issue in Canada. A lot of families are struggling with the cost of groceries yeah, and other yeah. goods and services. And paychecks often aren't keeping up. And it's tough out there, so to, to bring in this massive change on top of everything, you know, it's hard. And it, it, we do talk in the report, there's some other things that can be done that can help the environment. Hybrid vehicles are are mm-hmm. better, they have lower emissions, uh, natural gas-powered vehicles have lower emissions. So there's things like that that we could maybe be looking at in the interim, while Ottawa, uh, you know, does the proper homework ahead of time before going down this path.
0: Well, they already sent the checks, so... A little late now. Uh, Colin, I appreciate this. Let us know when you do find the data. I would be very curious when you actually can start to find it, because I do think that tells a story. So hopefully we'll talk you will soon. We'll let you know for sure, Alice. <laughs> like not in two, three years, like soon.
1: Hopefully we find it before then. Hopefully yeah. governments conduct this analysis. They're the ones that are best suited, right? They well, have all the data. They have all the access to the information. They just have to crunch the numbers and or release them. So, yeah. this is a problem too, is that often we don't get the data, it gets blacked out and so forth. So, certainly hope that someone at some point in government can provide uh, Ontarians with this important data.
0: It would be nice. Appreciate it, Colin. We'll talk again. Thanks, Alex. That's Colin Craig, uh, president at secondstreet.org. But yeah, I, I'm baffled how you build a policy and make such gr- huge choices and decisions and you don't have the data to back it up. That's crazy.